Welcome to episode 31, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Plannerverse. Good afternoon, people out there in the Plannerverse. Welcome to The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Plannerverse. With me today is the lovely, the illustrious, the all-knowing Louise Umeki, who, for those of you who don't know and have been living under a rock for the last few months, is the fantastic person who came up with the idea, the good idea, the good idea fairy struck her one day and she said, I know, let's have a planner con. So she is the lady that is responsible for the wonderfulness that we are all going to be attending on in March of 2017. I will be a speaker there. And so welcome, Louise. Thank you. How are you? I am great and I'm excited to be here. I'm so glad to have you on. This is so exciting for us as the first ever planner podcast to be able to have the first ever planner con conversation. There's a lot of firsts happening here, wouldn't you say? Uh, truly, it is. So I'm, ex- <laughs> I'm excited for you. I'm excited for me. And I'm excited for us, everyone. It's it's a it's truly I, I wrote an article for Carrie Harling a while back that said the geeks are uniting, you know, yes. it's, <laughs> we're here, <laughs> we're uniting. And so let me start this interview with, first of all, thanking you for the massive effort you're putting forward to getting this off the ground. This has been a dream in your mind and now it is becoming a reality. Um, thank you for all of that, because without you, none of this would have been possible. Thank you. Um, so we're. Where do we go from here? As far as this planner con, how how did you come up with this? Were you just having a bad cup of coffee one day? What <laughs> what happened? <laughs> no, actually, um, it's pretty cool how it all came about. I was looking for a new planner, and I had been introduced to Erin Condren planners, and I had never seen anything like that before. I have used Daytimers and Franklins and all the other ones for almost 30 years. And so Mm -hmm. I did not know that there was all these fun planners out there. Um, I thought I was the only crazy person who was using (laughs) Susie Zoo stickers and and coloring (laughs) ink to, to put in my planners. And so when I discovered that there was such a thing as, um, Erin Condren planners and more that I had no idea, I started going on the internet and started discovering this amazing new world, the planner world, that I had no idea that this community had, had number one, had so many people in it, but number two, had such diversity and differences, and I loved that. So while I was looking for a planner, I also started looking into some of the groups and forums that I saw and joined one. And and to tell you the truth, I don't even remember which group it was at this point in time. But I saw (laughs) that on one of them, somebody had said, wouldn't it be fun to have a big national conference where we all get together and share our planners and, um, you know, and meet the people, the community, and just all of us connect together. And there had to have been 50, 60 people who all were writing right below it. Yes, yes, let's do that. What fun is that? Let's do it. Okay, want to do it. But nobody said, okay, (laughs) let's do it. (laughs) And I have been um, always been a woman of action. And when I saw that there was this community and all these people, I said, hey, okay, let's do it. I'm serious. So who wants to go on a call with me to talk about the possibilities of putting together a conference? 
And all these people started saying they would. Well, then I said, well, you know, if I could arrange for, you know, maybe, I don't know, up to nine people on a hangout that might be interested or possibly 25 people on a Skype that might be interested in getting together, would you be interested? And my computer went berserk. (laughs) Everybody started saying, yes, yes, yes. And I'm looking at this going, okay, this is not a nine person. Oh, my gosh. And so at the same time, one of the girls that was in the group, somebody I didn't know, she wrote me a private message and said, hey, Louise, we should probably take this into a different group because we're kind of taking over this person's group and it's not really nice. And I was like, oh, you're right. So she set up what was known as PlannerCon 2016. And literally, I said, she goes, what should I name it? And I said, I don't know, name it whatever you want. You know, I, at this point, I'm just like still overwhelmed by what I'm seeing. Right. So she actually came up and put that name on there. And we said, okay, so we've set up this group. Everyone go over there. And it went crazy. And my computer, <laughs> I swear to you, I thought it had gotten a virus. Because I had literally, on my left hand of my side of my computer, I had two constant. It was just constant asking for requests to join the group, join the group, join the group, join the group. And then on the bottom of my computer was all these PMs coming up. And I literally <laughs> sat back away from the computer and I thought, oh, my God, what just happened? I've got a virus. I don't know. I've never, and, I, and these were people. I don't know any of them. And we are going as fast as we can, accepting all these people in the group. Everybody's that. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what has just happened here? And it became my first affirmation that, yes, this was a good thing to do. This was a good idea. Yeah, and, you unleashed the geeks. Yes. And and they were so ex- and they weren't just that they were so excited about it. So I'm like, okay. So when I went to bed at 11:15 that night, there was over 1300 people in that group and we it was like at 4 o'clock in the afternoon we had started. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this is crazy." crazy went to bed I couldn't sleep because now now my mind is going crazy and I'm realizing I'm not going to do a hangout and I'm not going to do a Skype I'm doing a conference call that every that I'm putting on mute and I need to just kind of tell people who I am and that I'm not a crazy person that I know what I'm doing and what we could do together and get some ideas and when I woke up in the next morning we were almost at 2400 people good lord and I was just like this is crazy because then people are telling their friends and it's starting to get out and so from there um, I did the recording you know and I thought maybe we'd have a hundred people and almost 800 people showed up on the call and it was (laughs) Everybody's 800 people me. on a call. Yes. How do you even begin to manage that? Well, it was all mute. I put everybody on mute and I just sort of gave who I Shut am, up and listen. what my thoughts were. <laughs> and if you had ideas, then email me or message me because I knew if I opened that line, I've done enough teleconferences and enough calls that if I opened that line, it would be mass chaos. And wow. so that was how we began. And from there, you know, I started just allowing myself to dream and this vision came and I thought where would I want to do it and you know we asked opinions and you know and six months um not even six months five months 
after that first question and that group first started on November 24th, we sold the first ticket to PlanarCon 2017. And where is it going to be held for those it's of the be people that at, don't know? Thank you. At the Hyatt Regency Hotel at San Francisco Airport in Burlingame, California. And it I is. remember you specifically picked this site yes. because you wanted to make sure that people didn't have to rent cars. And that's one of the great aspects about it is that you can fly into San Francisco Airport, get yourself the hotel shuttle, which will come get you from the airport, take you to the to the hotel. And if you want to get around, I think there's a couple of other stops that it makes, right, Louise, I think, or it's well, nearby access. That shuttle... And this was one of the selling points. I love this hotel. Oh, my gosh, I've loved it for years. Um, but that hotel has a shuttle that goes from the airport to the hotel, and it makes one other stop at the Marriott, which is just down the street. So you're on a shuttle. Number one, it's free. Number two, it's 24 hours a day. And, and what's better than free in 24 yes. hours? That's America three, right there. <laughs> you're not going to 14 different stops before you get to your hotel. Right. So I love that. And inside the hotel, in the lobby, they literally have a board, an active board, that shows you where the shuttle is at that point and when the next one's going to be there. And they have scheduled, I think it's like every half hour during the day and every hour during the evening. I mean, it's outstanding. It was wonderful. Because I know I do a lot of traveling. I've gone to tons of conferences. And yes, Taking a shuttle sucks and having to make arrangements. And then you get in this little bitty shuttle that goes to 14 places before it gets to yours. And that's just no fun at all. So, so this allows so everyone to have this wonderful access from the airport straight over to the hotel. That's great. I'm loving it. I have my room booked. I have mm -hmm. my ticket. If people want tickets, Louise, where can they get tickets from? They can actually go on to Eventbrite. And if you go into our Facebook group, which is PlannerCon 2017, the links are right at the top. They're pinned at the top of the page. And okay. you can purchase your tickets there through Eventbrite. Fantastic. And I remember when we initially spoke, you said something to me that was very interesting. I remember you told me that you were uh, certified in vision board planning. Yes. Right? I yes. See, I remember these. I listen when people talk to me. I'm not just gazing out the window. And so uh, one of the things that really attracted me to continuing the conversation with you was this aspect because I had been using vision boards in my life for quite some time. And I love the fact that you said that you, the hotel staff actually presented you with a vision board, a vision style, vision board style plan of what they anticipated our venue would look like. And that's one of the things that sold you on it, correct? It was, it was the defining moment that I knew we were in the right place. Wow. Because I had made um, hotel uh, location visits. I had made appointments for a couple. And this was my first choice, but I also knew this one was going to have a higher price tag to it. But when I walked in, and first of all, they're waiting for me at the door before I ever walked in. They're already there waiting for me. We walk in and I have the general manager of the hotel and three of the sales managers come up to greet me, treated me and the people who were with me like I was a queen and just really want, made me want to be part of their customers. I don't say customer service, their customer care was outstanding. And they... And then at lunch when we sat there and so he starts talking and he tells me that he had told the sales staff and the general manager about this this 
planner thing. They didn't know what it was. They thought it was more along the scrapbooking line. And we had had a number of conversations. And so when he saw that it had to do with vision boards and with planning and stickers and all that, they made this vision board. They got, you know, a picture of the Golden Gate Bridge. They put it on there. And their hotel right in the center. And then stickers, cute stickers. They had gone around town and got cute stickers for us. And they made this vision board just like you would find in a planner, like a layout in your planner. And when that's, he pre- that's outstanding. When he presented yeah. it to me, I couldn't talk. Wow. I, I thought, oh, my gosh, this is above and beyond customer care of wanting you there and appreciating what you're bringing to their hotel. And the reason I ask you about this is because I want people to get an idea of the level of passion and care that you have brought to this venue. This thing is not just somebody saying, oh, well, you know what, let's have a potato fry down the street. (laughs) There is a lot of care and love going into it. And I just wanted the Plannerverse out there to understand that there is a dedication and a drive in you that I know I've seen from from at least day 10 when we started communicating about this. And I'm very grateful to you for that. So let's talk a little bit about vision boards and and affirmations and that that line of thinking. Now that you're a little bit more seasoned into your planning, and I know you you still consider yourself to be a newbie, what kind of planner are you currently using? Oh, well, I have combined Um, The Happy Planner, I love the space, I love the way that um, it all sets up inside my Carpe Diem. That is my favorite because, now remember, I've told you I use Daytimers and Franklin all those years. So I love that binder system. I love that hold on it. But I, um, and I I fell in love with the Happy Planner when Stephanie came up to do a Rockstar Weekend for me, Stephanie Fleming, um, the founder of uh, the Happy Planner. I I just, I couldn't get enough of them. In fact, you know, she probably owns half of my paycheck each month. Um, (laughs) But I love that. But I've newly discovered Traveler's Notebooks. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I have fallen in love with them and the use of them. So, you know, now I've gotten a couple and I've gotten the different books, the notebooks that go inside of them and and how to do this and that. And I'm so I'm not just a one. I like being diverse. I like having the opportunity to try the new planners and the different things. And and literally, I've gotten a number of different planners to try and some, you know, fit and some didn't. But um, right now, I'm totally into my happy planner slash Carpadium and my traveler's notebooks love them all I, I love that i use my traveler's notebooks i use the Giulio giramondo which is um, the Giulio's version of the traveler's notebook and i use that to keep records of my car to oh. keep because it doesn't have rings so i can check it about in my car i don't care if it gets squished or squashed because it's perfect every time in fact today it landed in the dog's water bowl but it landed flat so i didn't get it's it's okay everyone calm down it's been saved there's nothing wrong with it but you know um, what and tom, i love tom, that <laughs> thank you tom for that one I love the passion that you and all of the people in the planner community have for their planners because I see people say, oh, my gosh, you know, my, my son or my daughter got a hold and they they colored in it and stuff, which to me, that's a memento. I'd be thrilled. You know, my kids right. think I'm absolutely nuts what I do. Um, but we but, are nuts. That's the whole yes. point. It's to be nuts together, right? That's the, We well, can geek out on this together. To, to have a mom who's sparkled for all these years, but now to have a grandmother that... You 
you know, walks around with all these planners and sparkles. And when I go spend the weekend with my kids, I carry all my planner stuff in its own own suitcase and bag because I have to take as well. You me. should, you know, as well. You should of, take note. Of not having all my stuff. Oh my gosh. I but, agree with you. And what's better than a fairy grandmother? I'm sorry. I would take that any day. <laughs> exactly. Well, and they love it, you know. And truly, um, my grandsons, I'm so proud of them. Um, one has done a vision board for his leadership class. And he couldn't wait to show me. And we did it together. We made vision boards together. And now I've started doing vision books with my planners. And showing, What is that? Well, you know what? Instead of just having a board, because part of what people with a vision board, they make these fabulous boards and they spend all this time on it. And then what do they do with them? Some put them up on their walls, but most of them set them aside and they don't look them. Vision boards don't work if you make one and then set it aside. It's something that you have to look at, that you have to focus on each day. You have to see yourself. If you're planning on a cruise, which is one vision board I did, I had a cruise. I I saw myself on that ship. But more than that, I saw myself, heard myself. I could feel the feeling I was going to get when the FedEx driver drove up and handed me the envelope with my tickets in. And when the oh. day came and I was literally tearing that, that envelope, I felt like I had already been there. That's the power of the vision boards. And when people put them away, then they don't get that. But when when I do vision boarding or in my um, books, my journals, and and, uh, in my planners now, I've started a whole vision planner that I do, it's something I look at every single day, two times a day, in the morning and in the evening. It's in my focus. I can leave it open sitting on my desk on a stand to keep me going it has affirmations in it that constantly i am looking and saying at but i have to believe it whole part of a vision board is believing it not just making pretty pictures and then setting aside you have to believe it and you have to get inside that board or inside that book or inside that picture and know that you are there because otherwise it's just a wish and a dream and that's why it's so important to take the time that it that it needs to create the proper vision. Yes. Otherwise, you're just chopping up someone else's vision. Yes. And cutting and pasting into whatever mechanism you use. I told you at one point that I was using my desk fax, um, which has nine rings, to set up a vision book, as you're calling it, in, in my planner. I am now using the traveler's notebooks for that because I like the heft that they get. And my goal for 2017 is to start using my Hobonichi for that. Ooh. Because I I know it's probably uh, sacrosanct what I'm saying, but <laughs> I don't function from a place of being able to draw. I function from a place of being able to write. And so if I can have the pictures drawn for me already, I can create a lot of content behind it. And I think I wanted us to have this conversation because I know there are some people out there in the Plannerverse that really sometimes get muddled with what the point and task and purpose is of a planner. And it's not just what the manufacturer designed it for. It's whatever you say it does for you. Yes. That that planner has to end up working for you, not you working for it. And And that's why I really wanted you to be on our radio program here because it's important to understand how visions allow you to succeed. It's part of the first-class lifestyle. I agree with it wholeheartedly. If you want to get somewhere, you have to believe it first. Yes. 
And until you believe it, until you fundamentally believe it in your bones, in your blood, so that when you wake up, it's the first thing in your mind. When you go to sleep, it's the last thing you thought of. Only then will you start seeing that change actually happening. Well, and it's true. And also, you have to take action. And, yes. And taking action is something that is hard for a lot of people. It's really easy to make a vision board, have it be cute, have it be beautiful, have it sitting there and look at it. But if you have not designed an action plan and a strategy plan, you're not going anywhere. That board's going to sit there and the next year and the next year and the next year at, you know, December 31st or January 1st when you do it, it's yeah. going to be the same board. It's going to be the same thing. And until you take action and you have your plans, that's part of my planner um, uh, journal for um, my vision planning is my action plans and my strategy plans. My action plan can say I'm going to meet five people a day, but my strategy plan tells me where I'm going to go meet those five people. What am I going to do to get there? What, what do I need to say once I get there? It's one thing to take one step, but you've got to take two steps. You have to work that vision board, your plan, whatever your dream is. You have to take action. You have to work it every day to make it happen. I don't take days off planning PlannerCon. <laughs> People, yeah. people think, you know, we started, we started doing this. I set this, started thinking about this in June and it was going to be, you know, 18 months, something like that before the actual conference was going to be. Well, I can tell you there has not been a day that has gone by so far or will continue that I haven't spent hours working on this, whether it be I planning, whether it be designing, whether it be making calls, sending emails, talking to people, going out and doing other things. It is constantly in my... Because I know, I know that if I don't take action, nobody else will. Yeah, and nothing gets done as good as when you do it with yourself, right? Exactly, but I have a fabulous team too. That, I'm so that glad. I am. I'm very blessed with the team that I have right now. And they believe in the vision. They're with me not only through PlannerCon 2017, but whatever the future holds from there. They've all committed to that too. So including some of my speakers who have said, and sign me up for next year. So. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, yes. And I know that you have, uh, you've had a wonderful career before you started this whole planner con. You worked in various fields, and I know you were very successful in the careers that you had set up for yourself. And I thought it would be nice to get the perspective from someone who has been there and done that and has seen the other side of success, which has been commensurate. I, I think I can call your, your level of success commensurate because that's just, that's how I see it. Um, would you go back, let me rephrase this, what would you say to yourself at, at 20 years old if you knew then what you know now? Oh, I would simply say, don't be afraid to make changes. Take those changes, embrace it, and run with it. Because what's the worst that can happen, right, Louise? You know what? That's exactly right. And it's it's so many of us go back and say, I wish I had, or mm. I would have done it again differently. Well, I don't think I would have done anything differently, um, but I wish I would have taken even more chances than I did, you know, and, and you know, personally, I, I raised a son by myself. I've been a single mom for 38 years, and I chose that. Um, not to get married, but instead to focus on bringing up my son in the way that, that I felt God was leading me, but to be the human being that I wanted him to be. And he has truly been spectacular. I've not had a minute of problems with him. 
I would never have gone back and done some anything different. Were things great all the time? Oh no, heavens no. I have been up and down and backwards and forward and you name it, just like every single parent did. And in that time, I've lost family. I, I've went through deaths. I've been through everything just like everyone else. But you know what? I wouldn't change a thing because I wouldn't be here today where I am today if anything had been different. Right. But that, and that's the lesson a lot of people yes. fail to see. They wish they could redo the past, but you don't want to redo the past. You all you can do is look forward to the future yes. and learn from those moments. And that's why I really like building vision boards and vision books. I like how you how you you said a couple of those things when you said I like the the hold it had on me, right? The, yeah. the Franklin Covey the binders and all that stuff. I appreciate that because I know from my from my experience, my planner makes me want to be a better person. There's yes. no way there's no way a normal person would understand what that means. Only someone who has experienced the effect of a planner can understand why you want to be a better person as a result of having whatever planner it is you are working with. And that that effect for me has led me to discussing the concept of the first class lifestyle. And that's why it's so aligned with what you're getting done at PlannerCon. You are so commensurate in the details that you are picking and trying to get everybody on board to see it the way it needs to be seen and not have it turn into a scrapbooking event or a sticker fest or anything of that nature. Because if you wanted that, then you can go there. Right. That's exactly right. And 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 literally when we meet up together, that truly is the time to do the stickers and stuff like that. And that's not to say we're not going to have plenty of time to do all the stickers and planning and the fun with that. But this is going to bring different content and it's going to show people and and help people embrace their planners, not only for the actual planning uh, prospect, but how to use them in their business and in their personal lives as well. Maybe it's in your faith whatever it is in your fitness planners as we know have changed over the year and there's so many more dimensions and we're gonna we're gonna bring you opportunities to use them in all things and to see what else can I do with my planner what else can this planner make a difference in my life and that's why it's so important to attend this planner con because this is going to be more than just a meetup this is the ability of all of these minds that have been thinking about how to have their setups and which planners they're using and how to get it to run your life so that you're running it in the direction that you want it to go and not away and not get caught up in the buying and selling of things because yes. there's more to it than that, right? And that's what we're experiencing. I know Steve and I often talk about this. It, there's got to be more to it than just buying and selling planners. And there is. And that's what we're going to be discussing at the PlannerCon in March. Yes. Which is going to be very exciting. I know. It's very exciting. <laughs> so what words of wisdom can you leave our our uh, listeners with, Louise? What would you recommend uh, when before they come to PlannerCon? Would you recommend they get a planner? Would you recommend they wait? I can tell you this. When you come to PlannerCon, you're going to walk into um, into a dimension that the rest of the world is going away for those two days. And that's going to be fun. If you have a planner, bring it. If you don't, don't worry about it. Because there's going to be companies there that are selling new. They're going to be revealing new products. You can share with everybody. Just come. But more than that, I would encourage everybody to 
just love on your planner and love on what your planner can do for you in your life. We're all different. We're all diverse. There's no right. There's no wrong. There's no green. There's no red. Everybody can do what's best for them. So just love on what you're doing, but never be afraid to try something new. I'm always open to trying something new. Outstanding. Where can we find you out there in the interwebs? Oh, I'm all over the place. You can always find me on Facebook. You can um, email me at sparklewithlouise at gmail.com. Um, literally, if you go and just type my name, I think you'll find like 150,000 spots. Louise <laughs> Umeki, what, what a pleasure. What a pleasure it has been. I am Karina Tovmasian. I was your host for this podcast. And you can find me on Instagram at Karina Tovmasian and at Planarology.com. And uh, Planarology will definitely be speaking at PlannerCon 2017. Thank you, Louise Umeki. Thank I appreciate you. you being with me. Thank you.